0: What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Lunch Beers podcast. Uh Full studio today. Myself, Nick, Eli, and Jared. How we feeling, boys? Nick, we'll start with you. How's it going, bud?
1: Fantastic. I won a, a work raffle
0: today. Love that. Oh, love work I, raffles. I feel like
1: there's no uh better comparison to like 15 minutes of fame at your job than winning like a raffle or a prize. So it was an NFL thing. You had to circle every team for the week. It was a pick'em, right? It was a pick'em, and Ooh. and I fucking won. I got a twenty-five dollar gift card. So we're going out tonight, guys. All right, crazy. All right, but it felt good. Everyone was hyping me up, and then everyone's gonna forget tomorrow. But yeah. it's all right. We did. Hey, but th- guess what? History will never forget. We yeah. did good,
0: Jared. What about you? What's going on with you in the workplace?
2: Um, not much. P- pretty wild day for me today. So um there was a producer upstairs that I, i've been like doing work for and basically i have four relationships with four different producers that i work with and i'm working through all their accounts this said one none of their stuff was in the crm so i had to manually scrub like every single one i've been putting it off gotta be honest been putting mm-hmm. it off but That's today does today was the day i was like damn like i have a meeting with them like i really got to get on this I get through 100, and then we get an email at, like, 118. Oh, they're not here anymore.
0: Oh.
1: <sighs> and on top of
2: that, there was a snake in the office today. A snake? a snake. <laughs> what do you mean? I mean, like, a literal snake.
1: Wait, wait an actual
0: like yeah it's like, like yeah
3: like samuel l jackson like there's too yeah. many snakes these motherfucking snakes yeah
2: what yeah did, like it's
0: called it animal control did you um, get bit by is the dude, question bro. so get i paid. had no
2: idea i had no i found out about this <laughs> through like, he- hearing do? people's conversations and then i went and asked asked around and um yeah apparently <laughs> like in the supply closet downstairs so like our office like you walk in and then you got a go to your scanner to get in the office. So there is, like, a lobby area and the supply closet's in the lobby area. It, so it was in the lobby area. Nonetheless, people were in the supply closet again, Tom, and this little snake just oh, slithers on a, out. Kind of slipper snake. <laughs> and there was, like, I guess a couple of dudes in the office were trying to get it out of there, and I don't know who they called, but I just thought that was hilarious. I was like, how the fuck hate is there a snake in the building?
0: How would you guys get it out, or did it just... Slowly I think they just the like
3: shushed it out. Like they created like one of those little like a here, semicircle and just- they amended the policy. Yeah, and just told
2: the state nice. it had to leave. <laughs> nice. Yeah, they threw <laughs> on an endorsement there.
0: <laughs> Look at you guys making insurance plans. <laughs> Yeah. Oh it's so man. True, man. It's so sad. No one's going to get we, those jokes. Man. God, you guys are so lame. <laughs> we, yeah. we have now oh, I know. We've all worked at insurance
1: now. This oh. is great. Oh. Fuck yeah. Dude. Real
0: worst. What about you, Eli? How was your day today, man? Anything crazy going <sighs> on?
3: It was good. I got a live album for Music Fest on Friday. So that's pretty Ooh. sweet. Yeah. So I've just been anxiously just staring at the screen, confirming that's going to get released properly.
0: Checking if it's Friday. Yeah.
3: And then, yeah. And then I'm going to make sure, you know what? Like I'm going to stay up till 12.01 and just listen and make sure everything is produced properly. So, you know, just a little anxious there. But uh, one thing that I kind of ran into today is like, I don't know if you guys do, I don't know if this is wrong, but I do this. If one of my uh, coworkers I need something from is on Do Not Disturb, that truly means nothing to me. Like, it means I'm going to, like, immediately message them, and I was doing it, and then I kind of recognized the fact that, like, they – Set that in house (laughs) notification of like, don't talk to me, and I bypass it. So
1: I don't. Is that just a me thing? No, No. I'm good. Okay, good. (laughs) I'm good at at my job because I don't respect anyone else's time Mm. if it affects my job. So I don't give a fuck what you're doing. If I need something done, book this guy. We're we're, We're doing it.
2: Dude, that sounds pretty Fourth of July fireworks, if you ask me. Yes. Um, Well, here's the other thing. It could be like an internal meeting. Like you'll see the little red dot or whatever next to their picture. You don't know what they're doing.
3: Specific. Like there's red dot no, busy it and there's do not doesn't disturb matter. the minus line right Cause there. Because they'll see
2: the email come in and then they'll get to it immediately. Well, I'm talking chats. Well,
1: well, I'm talking teams
2: Oh, chats. you're not doing teams, emails, phone calls, voicemails. You're not just doing it all. Here's it's my question.
1: Here's my <laughs> question. Is do not disturb a, like, is it a demand or is it just kind of like a. It's like a pre- yield. Is it like a preface? Like, hey, don't. Don't disturb. It's better you know? be important. It's like, it's like I don't know what the fuck it means. I don't know. What you're to me, it means on. this
3: better be important. Like if I come to you and I'm like, I need this to do this, and this has to happen. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand how you could look me in the eyes and tell me no.
0: I just feel like it goes both ways. Like, I mean, at the end of the day, you're messaging someone you're not in office, so like they can just be like, yeah, I'll get to it when I get to it. Like I'm busy. Right. Like, how do you know that that person really wasn't busy all day and they just didn't see it for like three hours, even if they weren't on do yeah. not disturb Could they'll just, watching a rider. cup, they'll just see it when they see it. So I've really like, I feel like I'm colorblind when it comes to that kind of stuff. Yeah. I feel like that's I the best way mess- If I need to message someone, I message them and they get to but it when they get to it. I can't force the agenda see, they're out of
2: office
3: or not out of office.
2: Especially yes. If you
3: don't put it on your plate right away, like
2: there's a good chance you'll forget about it. That's right. what you got to get. If it, If you need help, you got to get it out there right away
1: but the, it's the best way but i in the past have put do not disturb on just so i don't have to deal with other people cuz i want to work on my own things and not help you know what i mean so but that's the thing though too. if right.
0: someone's going to message you they'll message you anyway and then you yeah. just get to it when you get to it email right. it gives call, you that text, space blah, blah. i don't know i never i never do that i'm just always available all the time if when i see a message when i see it if i don't it you takes hear that corporate hours. america
1: hire this guy I you do that i don't respect your do not disturb Six-figure earner, right there. Give it to him. All
3: right,
2: there is a situation in the workforce that does need some attention, though, and that's meetings first thing in the morning. They have to. They can't, they can't. It just can't be a thing, especially if they're internal. And it's like you get in first thing to work, and you have a meeting, and they lock the doors if no one's there or whatever, or people shun
3: you. It's Dude, like, come on. Do you guys get what I'm getting at here?
2: Yeah, we
0: need some time.
3: They're the garbage meetings, though. I feel like when I had a, I'll play devil's advocate ever so slightly. When I had a super, super busy schedule and I was trying to fit meetings in just because that was just the nature of the job at the time. Excuse me. I had my meetings I didn't really care about a ton, like immediately. Just like run through, trim the fat kind of meetings. You know what I mean? So it definitely might be like that type of thing where they're like, I have to do this. I'm just going to do it, like, immediately so I can get to my, like, my work work. No, I understand that. But, like, what did you have to take a shit? Yeah.
2: Because, like, for me personally, Cam for me personally, well, it's it's in, off, like, in office meetings I'm talking about. Body off. No camera <laughs> meetings. It's way easier if you're on a camera. You could turn your camera off, bring your computer in the bathroom, put yourself on mute you and take a shit. But if you're there and it's an in-office meeting... First of all, for me, like me personally, I go to the gym in the morning before work. Usually like once the pre-workout hits about 15 minutes of my workout, I go take a shit. And then I'm As coming, you know, I I'm on my way and it's like, God, I'm not here comes my second yeah, here shit comes round two. but usually if there's no meeting, like it's perfect. I get in the office, I plug my computer and I sign on and then I go take my shit and then I get to work. But if there's a meeting right away, you can't take a shit. And if you have to get up and leave in the middle of like an hour, hour and a half meeting and there's no bio break, everyone knows you're shitting. It's not like high school (laughs) where it's like you could play it off and you're like, oh, yeah, I was talking to so-and-so in the hall or (laughs) or I was like getting a head from my girlfriend on the stairway. (laughs) Like, no, everyone knows you're taking a shit, dude. And it's embarrassing. And and like I've never thought of myself of a shy pooper. But I did have one meeting like first thing in the morning, and I was clenching cheeks for an hour and 30 minutes. And I was like, I can't get up and poop because this is gonna be like a 20 minute ordeal. And what if I have something personal that's going on that's just as relevant to like for me, or if I have input? I'm also missing out on that. Obviously, that's secondary to everyone knowing you're pooping, but still to be considered. So we need to get a, we need to get a huge shadow ban. On you got to have a 15 minute buffer getting in the office cuz it's not fair.
0: Yeah, I like to get in there, drink some coffee, take a shit, then get back to my desk. Take a lap. Read some emails, right. look at my phone, read some more emails, look at my phone, do some more maintenance type work and then Yeah, and only then I'm ready to really attack the day. Seriously. And like if you're on the
2: drive there, and you even forget you have this meeting, and you're just thinking about sweet release, <laughs> and then all of a sudden you're like, "Fuck, that's rough." We gotta, yeah, d- dude, not cool, not cool at all.
0: Yeah, that's awful, man. But we've all been there. That's the worst. People need to. <laughs> it should be mandatory. Like, what are you gonna do?
2: Text your boss or something? You <laughs> Yo, dude, I had shit so bad. Mandatory like, sorry, ten a.m. Some BRB.
0: Yeah, ten a.m. meetings are later mandatory. <laughs> I think if I did that, like it would be
2: okay, but I think I'd also get made fun of. So <laughs> You know, it's a fine line. It's
0: a fine line out there. It is. But hey, I'll drink a beer to that. Yeah. What do we beer got, today, boys? Wall and Paul Pack, Brewing Company. Oktoberfest. Mm. Their take on Oktoberfest. Um pretty solid beer. It's a cool can, Oktoberfest vibes, of course. I like how on the logo it has like just the outline of the lake. That's pretty cool. Never been to the brewery up there though. 5.9%. Um, ooh, Brewers Association Independent Craft Certified. Stamp of approval. It's a lager brewed with Munich Malt and Noble Hops. Noble. Yeah, we Noble out here. Ethical. Brewed in Canon, in Holly, Pennsylvania. Holly. Yeah, it's a pretty solid beer. I mean, October, I feel like. You can't make a bad Oktoberfest.
1: No. No.
0: Like, it's just very standard. Everyone, you know, knows the play, and you just run the football. Mm -hmm. Simple, it's easy, you can't screw that up. I agree. Like running footballs? I mean, yeah, solid beer. Typical Oktoberfest. Can's pretty cool. Um, I'm going to go, it's a little harsher at the end than I would like, but I'm going to go 6, 6.8. Just an average solid, you know. Beer. That's pretty good. Um, if you've been
1: listening for a while, obviously uh, beers that are spiced, uh, just not not a big fan. I do like Oktoberfest style beers. Um, I feel like it's very middle in the pack, just, just like how Frankie says. Got a lot of bite at the end. Um, not killer, but I do enjoy it, especially with the seasons rolling around. Uh, I'll give it like a 5, five. It's, it's kind of right in the middle for me.
3: Ouch! I love Oktoberfest beers. I just love just October, the whole time period. It's great. So my favorite uh points of the year. I love the beer. I like the cold weather. It all goes so well together, and it makes me like it even more. Uh, this is a good one. Juan Paul Pack has never done me wrong. 5.9% is kind of nice. It's a little heavy, which is great. Keeps you warm. Uh, but this is about exactly what I would expect if I opened just an Oktoberfest beer. So I would give this like this is like a 7.5 for me. It's a strong beer. It pretty much hit the nail on the head.
2: Yeah, I like this beer a lot. Lake Wall, lake Wall and Pawback Brewing is sweet. I've actually been there twice. They have two different uh, properties around the lake. One of them has golf simulators pretty dope.
0: What? A brewery with All golf right, five, simulators. 100 out
2: of 10. Um, and they have a lot of really good beers. This is a very solid Oktoberfest. Um, probably one, probably like one of my favorites that I've had. I'm going to give it a 7-1. I don't really know what else to say. It's just solid. It's good. It's tasty. I don't think it's too sharp. It goes down pretty easy. 7-1.
0: Boom, there you got it. Um Okay, moving on to some sports. Uh Jared, MLB playoffs, you wanna start there? Yeah. Um <clears throat> what a what a wild
2: what a wild start to the postseason with the wild card rounds. I mean the Rangers haven't lost the game yet. The AL East is 0 five. And um let me ask you guys, would you rather the Yankees had the season they did? And what happened and happened? Or do you rather than win 101 games and get swept in the first round of the playoffs?
0: Definitely not make the playoffs, at least hopefully now we can make some change. But that, yeah, that's that's a kick in the dick, that's man. That's bad. That's mm-hmm. bad. 101?
2: The only thing upside for the Orioles is that, like, dude, they were huge odds to win the division. 50-1 to one to win 100 games or more. And they're they're an up and coming organization. Whereas I think the good thing for the Yankees was the front office uh, management, like the way they handle the the roster, really got exposed. Um, And maybe how Steinbrenner's taking a look. Um, Anyway, SOS to the Orioles, dude. The Rangers are crazy. It might be time to crown Bruce Bochy the best manager of our generation. Guys won three World Series with the Giants. Um, I think this is the fourth team he's taken the World <clears throat> Series in his career. Like the guy just wins. You know, you give him you give him the, the lineup card and he just knows how to get it done. And I mean, what a series for the Rangers, and they're just bowling waiting for the twins or the Astros. And I mean, if it's the Astros, huge revenge spot. Astros took the division. If it's the Twins, it's like okay, yeah, they beat the Astros, but fuck both those guys anyway. And then, um, you know, the sob story in America is Clayton Kershaw. Guy just can't get it done in the playoffs. Got absolutely shelled in game one against Arizona. And obviously they're on the brink of elimination on Wednesday, tonight, October 11th. And they're on the road for two games. And it's like you might see Gallon at home in game four against Kershaw. And Gallon is unbelievable at home. Probably the best pitcher left in the postseason next to Zach Wheeler um but i dude, i just i feel bad for kershaw man because he's a guy i like to root for he's definitely one of the best pitchers of our generation um he's got a perfecto and no no um but you know what man for all the hate he gets in the playoffs dude he's 13 and 13 perfect 500 win-loss ratio in, in the playoffs and i mean you got to remember the the cheating year the astros where he suffered two losses um because they were banging trash cans so i mean that is what it is. Four four nine ERA, but his ERA is one hundred and sixty two right now. After that first game against Arizona, I don't know how David Roberts runs him back out there. I think, personally, whoever wins this uh, Philadelphia Atlanta series is going to go on and, and bring it on home.
0: Yeah, it's good now. I mean. Phillies, uh, as, we were tape, or as we were at Brew Works earlier, they were up 6-1, s- seven one seven Harper one. with his second bomb. Yeah. That guy
3: deserves a ring, man. As yeah. much as I don't like Philly, Harper deserves a ring. He really Yeah, the does. bank was
0: popping. Um, I, I agree, though. I think whoever wins this uh, is going to win the World Series. Um, Diamondbacks are a cool story, though. Uh, Clayton Kershaw kinda got the monkey off his, uh, playoff back when they won, you know, they won their last World Series, but still overall hasn't been very good and then got shellacked by a Diamonds back team who, I mean, it's a big surprise they made the playoffs. They're just, they're just playing with house money right now. No one expected them to be where they're at and they're just, you know, living their best life.
2: Yeah, I mean, look at the, the other brace on the World Series. They, what, they won 84 games? I think the Diamondbacks won 82 this year. Do you guys like this playoff format with the, the three games? I do. Yeah, I but think it's the exciting. potential of seeing like these one seeds get knocked out, I'm fine with it. I know some people are a little frustrated. They don't think it's cool. They think teams that win a lot like of games it, in the regular season deserve something. If you're that good, show up. Yeah, that's exactly what I think. And you know what? The NBA does the same thing and I think it's really
3: cool. Yeah, I agree. If you want to be good, be good. Like dude, the I mean, door should be open for anybody to have a shot.
2: Look at America's second favorite event outside the Super Bowl, March Madness. Why do we love it? I love Cinderella March. stories. Chaos. Yeah, chaos. yeah. That's why we love High it. Variants. Bring the chaos. Bring More. it on. More. Yeah. And you know what? The Rangers were a great team for most of the season. They had some injuries. I mean, dude, imagine if they still had Jacob deGrom right now. Damn, yeah, that uh, would be crazy. They get Max Scherzer. He was pitching terrible with the Mets. He comes to the Rangers. He's lights out. Boom, he gets hurt. Potentially, he could come back late ALCS, World Series, but what kind of factor is he really going to be? Is it worth trying him out there? If you guys are on fire, that's all speculation. However, again, the fact that they blew the AL West and let the Astros take the division, but they are like they look super dangerous right now. I mean, that's what it's all about, dude. That's what. That's why October baseball is elite. Every pitch matters, and like every run matters, and you feel it. You feel that pain if you're down. Three-nothing, the fourth thing. you're kind of on that, oh, shit, rope. And, I mean, dude, uh, game two of the uh, NLDS on Monday, probably the, one of the best playoff games we've had. That was sick. Since Jose Altuve hit the walk-off home run against Chapman in 2019 after LeMahieu hit the two-run home run to tie it in the top of the ninth. Easily. Amazing game. Terrible memory. And I don't know what Harper is doing around the bag. Like yeah, I get he's trying to score, but I, I you have know, to forgive me. I don't recall the name of the uh, the Braves closer, but dude, he was all over the place. He walked Harper on on five, and then he's missing with his fastball. He doesn't have any breaking ball. I mean, you got to be a next guy up mentality with that. If this guy's going to throw a ninety five mile per hour cookie cutter down the middle, you saw Castellanos smoke it. That lineup, anyone could do damage.
0: Yeah, I mean, if, if, if the center fielder doesn't make that catch, he's scoring. He definitely so, scores. Like, he took the gamble. I mean, I kind of like but it. But if he doesn't, why not? I mean, the center fielder made a hell of it. It wasn't oh, like it's a, incredible play. It wasn't like a routine catch. Absolutely that, like not. Bryce Harper, like, what the fuck are you doing? Um, but I mean, dude, it was, he made a great play on the ball. Um, and yeah, if he doesn't catch that, Bryce is tying the game up.
2: Yeah. But I still, my personal opinion, like Ichiro Suzuki was a guy that was really, really good at, understanding everything that could possibly happen because it's a lot, dude. There's so many probable outcomes in baseball and he was probably one of the best sports I've ever seen at understanding so many things in the 15 seconds in between pitches. Bryce Harper in that situation probably could have been eight to 10 feet off of second base going towards third with his back turned towards home, looking at the play if the guy catches it, he could he would get back to first. Next guy up. If he doesn't, Harper is fast enough to still score. He's got to understand that about his talent and his ability, and like make the smart play to get doubled up there. That sucked. And like Talk I about said, the, Austin
0: Riley too, though some fundamental baseball back in that throw yeah, up. Incredible. It, it yeah, incredible. He missed the, the cut. He missed the cutoff, and he missed his intended target. And Austin Riley backed the ball up, scooped, it, and threw it yeah. over to first. Yeah, and it, was it was still a it was play still a right there. Very close play,
2: exactly. But that that also tell you that Harper was way too far gone. Um, but you know what? Anyway, he hit two home runs tonight on the 11th, and uh, you know he's making, he's pulling the Manny Ramirez and and making things right. Um, so could be, could have been, should have been, would have been. That was still a great baseball game. Um, the Darno <laughs> homer, the Riley homer. I mean, the, the Riley homer was nuts. The fucking one-hand extension, straight nuke. Um, so playoffs are getting excited, man. I, I would I want to see a Phillies-Rangers World Series. That's what I'm rooting for right now. That'd be sick. I think that's good TV right there.
0: Yeah, that would be cool. I like that. Um, okay. Some NFL, where do you guys want to start? Some recaps, any stories you want to talk about specifically? Where should we go? No, let's get in Survivor. Let's okay. get in.
2: Um. Well, down to one league. Yeah, to look back, last week was pretty easy. I mean, you had the Finns against the Giants. No offense to you and you and Nick, and then you had the Lions (laughs) against the Panthers. Like those were two pretty cookie cutter scoops.
0: But your boy tried getting cute. Yeah, I did too. I
2: took the the Commanders in one of my leagues and And took uh, them in one.
3: Yeah, I took uh time commanders against the worst team in the league. Is yeah. definitely risky. I took an extraterrestrial probe
2: right up the butt. <laughs> so I'm down to one. I'm
0: down to Great one. Great football pool game, left. How about it? Yeah, it was. What, it was what good. a Thursday
2: night football. Got it, got the toll. Got over. Um, Bears five and zero to the over. Now I mean, just craziness. <laughs> <That is> crazy, <laughs> right? <laughs> Who'd that. have thought?
3: And They've only been involved in the scoring itself the last two weeks. Yeah, that's um, but the yeah. next next couple of weeks here get
2: tricky. I mean. I use the Dolphins in one, but if you, you know, I do have them the other. So if you have them against the Panthers, it's kind of like a, a a no
0: shit. Um, Easy ones though. Casey. Yeah. If you have them, you go, you go Buffalo over the Giants. You didn't use Miami last week. Just keep fading the Giants and the uh, Panthers. The only thing that makes me scared though, is that Buffalo is coming back from,
2: from overseas. That's tough. In any circumstance,
0: yeah, I mean, I can see the Giants covering the spread, but you can go
2: Birds. and I don't like to take road teams, but you could go Birds over the Jets on the on the road. Yeah, Rams over the Cardinals if you want to get if you want to get really hairy. Divisional games are usually stay away. Um, Texans, Saint, Vikings, Bears can't do it. Seahawks, Bengals, no. I mean, Rams over the Cardinals. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Sean McFay's own the Cardinals. You can do Niners on the road if you have them. Um, But here's where it gets tricky is looking ahead. Week seven. This is where it gets tough. You have um, Saints, Jags Thursday, Lions, Ravens, Raiders, Bears, Browns, Colts, Bills, Pats, Commanders, Giants, Falcons, Bucks, Steelers, Rams, Cardinals, Seahawks, Packers, Broncos, Chargers, Chiefs, Eagles, Dolphins.
1: 49ers Vikings. Yikes. Yikes. I mean, I know I'm biased, but I would take the Bucks. That's like the best matchup in my mind.
2: They're not bad, dude. Baker Mayfield, best third-down quarterback in the NFL right now. Got to respect it. No. And the reason why I'm talking ahead is... Right. All right. Week 8, bu- uh, Bucks at Bills Thursday, Ravens, Cardinals, Rams, Cowboys, Vikings, Packers, Falcons, Titans, Saints, Colts, Patriots, Dolphins, Jets, Giants, Jags, Steelers, Eagles, Commanders, Texans, Panthers, Browns, Seahawks, Chiefs, Broncos, Bengals, 49ers, Bears, Chargers, and then uh, Monday, Raiders, Lions. The reason why I'm laying on all these teams, um, you guys don't play Survivor, it's you pick one team to win each week. Once you pick that team, it's over a lot of people have burned up the good teams here going into week those week 6, six 7 and 8 and it's it's getting hairy. It's getting yeah. really tough because typically what you want to avoid in survivor are divisional games and road teams. And it's kind of getting to the point where you can't do that
1: anymore. Well, um building building off that, what what is our general feeling on this season cuz it doesn't it doesn't seem like there's any there's good teams out there, right? But you're just seeing these random ass games where there's a 30 plus point difference. And then the next week, it's just whatever. It's like right back to standard. There's no like dynasty teams. There's a Kansas lack of city offense isn't, isn't looking at times, good. It, for sure. It's, it's been, yeah, it's been super weird. Like the Eagles have been looking shaky every now and again too lately, and they've been super dominant. Like, I don't know how to describe. Do you think it plays to the injuries? Because like, a lot. Of, I, mean, mean, I know I've written about this lot. in the
2: blogs we've been we've been rolling out. But I feel like this year in the NFL, the injuries have been heavier than any season that I can remember in my entire wagering career. Jefferson going down just really adds yeah. a lot
3: to the pot and, there, and
2: maybe that plays a factor. I mean, these teams, you lose a you lose a guy. Like, what does that do to morale in the locker room? Um, but I hear I hear what you're saying, Nick. I just think that there's. There's only a handful of teams that can win the Super Bowl, and then obviously everybody has their hiccups now and again.
1: But, but even then, like those, there's teams, no
2: dominant B- though. It's Bills, not like there's a
3: Brady or a Mahomes yeah. with Kelsey and Hill, or like there's Brock no Birdie. like shoe.
1: No, it's yeah. not.
3: I mean,
2: the is four- he not the next Tom Brady? The forty, 40- <laughs> <laughs>
1: is he not though? <laughs> we, Seriously, we is just, he not? We were just no, saying I'm, that about Patty Mahomes, and it. now the team looks rough. But how can you?
3: I, why, what do mm. I? Debate have? time, dude. He has the best team in the league. Didn't
2: weren't the Patriots like really good when uh, what was it Blatter went down, dude?
3: Yeah, but <laughs> Tom the, Brady has had and Tom an Brady an was a one draft pick. Of Plumbers and electricians and all of these guys yeah. that have stepped in at wide receiver. He's yeah. only had Randy Moss in his.
1: The Pats tech have rotated. through Walker was through, good. Edelman was good. Yeah, but the Pats have rotated through so many different weapons. It's a little different. I I Brock Purdy's only
2: been in the league for two years.
1: I I, and I, got, I get that no his basis. weapons are
2: really really good. But the guy hasn't lost a regular season NFL game yet. Well, okay, but yeah. Jalen
3: Hurts is 22-1 and in the last 23. We all probably saw that stat going around today, and he's one of five quarterbacks to do that. So realistically, if anything, you should be asking that question about him, not Brock Purdy. Yeah, but Justin –
2: uh, Jesus, my apologies. Uh, Jalen Fields wasn't – Jalen Hurts, sorry. Jesus. Yeah, what is going on? <laughs> <It's> <laughs> okay. Right. It's yeah, okay. while in Paw Pack Brewing ranking, goes up five <laughs> points because my brain scrambled. Um, Jalen Hurts – was an early round draft pick.
3: Brock Purdy was not. So, is your argument that him being a late round but very. Yeah, like the, to the, the, NFL? the working out. The working out to it You similar. know what I mean? He has a, yeah, he's got the same kind of backdrop as Brady. Like, I get that, but I don't think you can compare him talent wise yet. He, he's only played, what,
2: nine no, double understand. digit
0: games yet, has he?
2: I'm just putting it
3: out there. Just
2: putting it out there.
0: Yeah, Brock can't. Purdy is him. Yeah, I, I think he know. is. I think he's barely at double digits, though. So.
3: He hurt his elbow in the first campaign that he had, and just that right there makes me nervous about that question. He's playing the Eagles, so I mean they're a ferocious team. Ferocious.
2: Dude, they the way they shut the Rams down last week. Can't the Rams hurt came my out feelings. hot too.
3: They had a good game against Washington. They they got the win. It hurt my feelings, I'll be honest. It did. I don't know. I'm still sad.
2: Uh, Frank, give me, give me, uh, five, your five favorite Super Bowl contenders right now.
0: Um, okay. I like this. I want to do this too. Um, yeah. <clears throat> I'm going to go with, uh, the 49ers, the Eagles, the Chiefs, um, I want to say the Lions just because I have so much fun watching them. <laughs> um, I do enjoy just them a lot. Um, I know the Bills just took a really bad l- I mean, I guess it wasn't that bad of a loss. I mean, ja- Jacksonville was there already. They had to travel. I mean, just yeah, they a terrible travel, London, a terrible travel schedule, but the Bills are still there for me. Um, I think... Yeah, that was five, right? Bills, Chiefs, Lions, Eagles, 49ers. I think the forty I think the Forty ers are so good. They're yeah. Um, they're they're definitely they're, the the they're, right they're, they're, they're definitely on a, a level above everyone else. Mm-hmm. Um uh no, actually I'd probably take the Lions out and put the Ravens in there. I just I, they did take a bad loss against the Steelers. But that was a very winnable game, you know, division game, whatever. Uh, the Ravens are still in there. Actually, no. I'm going to take the, the Ravens back out <laughs> and keep the Lions in. The Lions are just so much fun. I'm going to give you my five. They, they I'm going to establish a five. They're so much fun.
3: Obviously, you have to go with the Niners. You have to go with the Eagles. I'm not giving the Chiefs the credit for it. I'm going to pop them out. I'm going to go Bills, Lions, Dolphins. Yeah. Because I had a Dolphins Super Bowl ticket last year. And I thought they had a shot. And they're, they're – I mean, obviously, the running back injury, that hurts – but Moser is just as capable of everything. There is cap it's, a, it's just a great team. They're too good. So, I got to keep them in that 5. And the Lions are frisky, like Frank likes to say, dude. Like they'll yeah, show up. They, are, dude, are, they yeah. will show I,
1: up. They already beat the Super Bowl champs, man. They'll show up. I I, I agree, dude. I I got to say the Dolphins there's an energy behind them right now. Um I don't know. That's all I got to say. I really think they probably I'm throwing money on futures. The fun part in me wants to say the Rams too. <clears throat> it w- it makes me want to take like
3: the Bills out because they failed and like throw the Rams in. Because dude, a healthy Cup and Puka with Kyron in the backfield, and you got Matt Stafford, dude. That is a great, great offense. That's so. Mm-hmm. There's so much value they got out of Puka, and like that cannot be forgotten. So I would love to throw them in. It's like a dark horse. Probably take a ticket on that. Dark
2: horse. All right, I'll give you mine in order uh 49ers number one miami dolphins number two bills number three um ravens number four lions number
3: five i get the eagles fade yeah i, get that. I just
2: dude i again i think they're um Defense. they're a very phony five and oh i think they very well won that game against the rams outright the rams didn't looked really good in the first half didn't score a point in the second half so, I'm going to tip my cap to the Eagles defense and, the, and their play calling. Um, but obviously, the Rams showed that there's some holes. And again, the reason why I don't have them on the list is because they're going to have to play the 49ers and they're not better than them. Like, that's just, that's what it is. Um, I just don't know NFC teams beating the 49ers. And um, can we just talk about the Ravens for a second? Do you guys mind? Can we just get into this? Let us have it. Can we do the 48 hour media? Can we just. Can we fucking hate them forever? I can't stand the world that we live in anymore and people's attention spans. So, a couple weeks ago, it was, oh, the Ravens are running the ball again. It looks too much like Greg Roman's offense. Yada, yada. They beat the Browns' best defense in the NFL at the time. Obviously, you know Sean Watson, but still very impressive showing from the Ravens' offense. Still getting shit on for running the ball too much. Then they catch the Steelers before a bye. Now, the dogs in this matchup are clipping 70%. It's brutal. Whatever. Matt Canada can do can fuck up everything he wants and still win, apparently. But let's think about this. This week in the media, people are talking about how, how Lamar Jackson couldn't handle being a, a pocket passer and a lot of conversations about him not running the ball enough when they were just complaining that they were running the ball too much. They dropped eight balls, everybody. Lamar would have threw for 350 yards. I encourage you to go watch the eight drops and calculate the odds for himself. And everyone's shitting on him and saying how Jared Goff is great. They threw, they both threw for 236 yards and Jared Goff and the Lions just played the Panthers and he only threw for 236. Lamar threw for 236 against a top 10 defense in the NFL. Sayflowers trips over himself drops a 20-yard completion with nobody around him in his bread basket andrews bateman both drop a wide open touchdown pass a- aguilar drops a wide open touchdown pass say flowers trips over himself on a wide open touchdown pass andrews drops two first down completions for both 10 yards plus plus. and everyone's <clears throat> giving lamar like oh like what is the media these days i don't even care about the loss yeah it sucks They're going to catch those balls eventually. And yeah, the fourth quarter interception was bad. And Lamar has the most turnovers in the fourth quarter out of any other quarterback. But he also has a a lot of comebacks in the fourth quarter. Those things are going to even out. And if those guys catch the ball, that scenario doesn't even matter. So that's why the Ravens are in my top five. I'm not being a homer. That was an aberration. And I think they're going to get right against the Titans this week. And I also think this is the first week Zay Flowers gets in the end zone plus 170.
1: Cheers to fake God, news. I just okay. I want to
0: read this for you, Jared. So the Ravens dropped eight passes for at least 185 yards and three touchdowns. Yeah, it's that's insane. brutal. That's, that's all like you need not to know. email in corporate. That's <laughs> but, like you just don't send emails. Isn't it just send. like,
2: dude? Isn't it ridiculous that we're all here doing this for fun, free, drinking beers, going to happy hour before, and we can recognize this? And people in the media they're getting paid hundreds of thousands of dollars
3: to not just recognize com- it. just completely ignore or that support. that, that paid factual that. information they're paid
2: specifically
3: to recognize something, dude
2: why do we live in a society that is so narrative based i don't understand what everyone's agenda is. is what is the point the what is the point well in sports though it's like why do you, why why make some fake agenda what it what, what, where is the win for you news oh it's just so brutal fake news any
0: other games you want to touch on before we move on boys
2: nah i got so nervous you guys though you want to run down ats ats and over-unders in the nfl do it um so you guys i'm gonna start doing this every week courtesy of my guys mitch and paul um who also had a sick commercial for DraftKings uh previously to the the braves fills game on monday game two anyway i digress uh got these from from my guys uh, so your best teams against the spread. San Francisco four and one, Miami four and one, Detroit Lions four and one. Buccaneers three and one. Nikki Q's Baker Mayfield, baby. They're rolling. Rams three one and one. Seahawks three one and one. Your worst teammates against the spread. Can can you guys guess? Giants. Ah Giants 0 and five. Broncos. Uh, Broncos are O four and one. Panthers are O four and one. Pats one and four. Atlanta one and four. Saints one three and one. All right. Your best teams of the over, we talked about this earlier. Chiefs are five and zero. Broncos four and one. Cards four and one. Dolphins three and two. Cardinals three and two. Lions, three and two. Who's the best team of the unit right now in the NFL? Anybody got a guess?
0: Um, Patriots,
2: Saints. Saints. Oh and five. Frankie. Wow. You, you, look at the Giants fans. Two for two over here. done, boys. Football.
0: I gotta do something, bro. I can't watch the Giants, so I gotta right. do something else. There are one, two, three,
2: 4, 5... There are 16, Seven teams. That are one and four against uh, to the under. Can you guys name them? What if four? Bears. No, 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 no. So when I wait to the like when I say to the under, I mean like all right. So the Bears are five and out, five over, zero under. Mm-hmm. So when I say to the under, I mean first number is the over, second number is the under. Okay.
1: Um. Well, Saints. Oh, right? Raiders. Saints, right?
2: Yeah, we said Saints own five. Raiders. The Raiders are on the list, one and four. Frankie's got one. Packers. Packers are not on the list. Patriots, Patriots are on the wait, wait. Sorry, dyslexia, not uh-huh. on the list. Cardinals, Titans, Cardinals are on the overlist. So are,
0: Titans, a are good one. Oh, Titans. Titans, one and
2: four. There good job, go, Nikki.
1: Vikings, no. Vikings, one and four. Oh, good yeah, job, Nikki. Oh, nice. Nick. I've been watching.
2: Washington, Washington, no. Yay. <laughs> oh, there was four. I thought you said there was three. No, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven teams that are that one are... and four to the under. Really? So shit. one over
3: four unders. All right, we'll do one more guess. You have so you three. Give us the rest. The you Browns. have three.
2: You have Vegas. The Browns. You have uh, the G-Men, and you have the Vikings. Browns. Or the Titans. I gave one away. All right, G-Men. Browns, no. <laughs> Chargers. No. I don't know.
1: What are the others? Let's hear them. All right. The Browns.
2: We're going to go in order. Vegas, 1-4. Atlanta, 1-4. Baltimore, 1-4. Pittsburgh, 1-4. Titans, 1-4. G-Men, 1-4. Vikings, 1-4. Pittsburgh and Baltimore. So think about that. Think about that. You're betting everybody. Obviously, if you see any of those two teams lined up against one another, you know what to do. Good stats. Yeah, these are fun, man. These are important, especially if you're cooking up parlays (laughs) or teasers, man. Um, Definitely good things to keep in mind and stuff people should be aware of. all
0: Um, All right. Perfect. One last thing before locks or fantasy update, Eli, you got something for us? Yes, sir. We had
3: a uh, another good week, of course, with the guys, some close games, um, some toilet bowls, big toilet bowl. So we got Frankie took out Stefan, which is a big win for the kid. Frank up to three and two. Stefan falls to two and three with one of the highest scoring teams in the league. Rough. What a great Uh, turnaround for Frank, man. Yeah, he's there. Well done, buddy. You've been fighting. Good for you. Nick managed to etch out uh Connor, dropping him to one and four, 109 to one oh seven. Get fuck Connor. Tremby <laughs> versus Kyle, seventy six to seventy one, the toilet bowl. Bounce back to the the Super Bowl, Fade Cosa, Sags versus Troy, one fifty six to one fifty, Sags with the win. Oof. We got Ramon getting a win against our own Jared, one hundred six to eighty two. Gotta get that up, man. That's a B minus. And then again Lamar I managed, Jackson. And I managed, me. well, you know, that's you just Yep. And I managed to etch out uh Ruben by 164 to 100. Uh we got a weird dynamic though, I will say. Tremby is in first place, the least amount of points scored in the entire league. I've never seen that before. Crazy. Going into week 6, you would think that odd would catch up to him because it's just that is just like that man should go play a lottery ticket, go to the casino and play roulette, like he should play every chance game he can afford right now. What do we always say when we're golfing, baby? A lot of stuff I don't want to say
2: on better the be air. Better be lucky than good. Better be lucky <laughs> than good, <laughs> Frank. Was dude, better to be lucky than good. Shout <laughs> out
3: to Girth, dude. Yeah, yeah, shout out, yeah. he's shout out been grinding. Girth. Yeah, <laughs> Girth. He, he knew the schedule. You can't beat him join me. A oh, man I mean? showed Whatever. up and
0: won every time. All right, perfect. Love that though. I uh, love the fantasy season, even though I hate it at times. Okay, let's end with our locks of the week. Uh your boy's not doing too good. 1 and 6 took an O and 2 week last week. My college didn't come through. Uh, my NFL didn't come through, but nonetheless, we're coming back. It's Frank the um, new Nick. I might, <laughs> I, I might be, man. I might be. I mean, it's crazy because Nick's the only one with a winning record. I Holy succeed. fuck. Nicky Q. I just I realized what a turnaround. succeed in chaos. I missed my over. It. This okay. lead is chaos. Uh, I will I will call my way back. I guarantee you I will not be the worst one at the end of the season. I'm gonna go Washington over Oregon, uh a slight home favorite. Best college game of the week, and I'm giving you a play in it. Washington, minus two and a half. Um, and then going to the NFL, I got to ride the Rams again, hoping for a bounce back from them. They started off hot against the Eagles, and then score one single point in the second half, which is tragic. Um, but McVeigh has owned the Cardinals, hoping it stays that way. Uh, Rams minus seven for my second play.
1: All right, Um, the line has already shifted in my favor for this one, but I'm taking the 49ers at minus six. It's at six and a half right now. I think it opened up at like five or five and a half. Uh, So I know the Browns have the best defense in the league, but they're going against the best offense in the league, and Deshaun Watson coming off a pretty rough injury and losing basically uh, your most dominant force in your run game. That's two different, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, aspects of your offense that are just not there. So I feel like San Fran really has this in the bag. We are three and one. Let's try to make it four and one. Let's ride go. with Nick, everybody. Yep, ride this year. Carry <laughs> I had a, uh, I had a loss. I took the over
3: in the morning game. Um, forty eight dropped to landed at forty five. Missed by field goal, so we dropped a two and three. We're in the negative. Hate to see it. i um, going to arrive at the Saints, though, minus one. Uh, basically, a pick against the Texans. Obviously, Texans have been in the news a little bit lately. They've been making a splash. There's some good football being played over there with CJ Stroud and the guys. Um, but with that being said, uh, the Saints are playing both sides of the ball really well right now. Their defense has been phenomenal. Uh, Alvin Kamara has kind of brought some structure back to the offense, who in a way, really does have a lot of weapons, but they can't really seem to put it together. So, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna back the side that I think beats the Texans on both sides of the ball, either which way you want to look at it. And I'm gonna take them at minus one because I just I think they can really get that game. So let's hopefully be at five hundred next week because that last week loss was a little painful. Um, yeah,
2: I mean, speaking of pain, I feel like I really, uh, when I saw Orioles at minus 115 on the series price, I was like,
3: <laughs> I, I don't know? know,
2: dude, I was like Charlie when he had his golden ticket, man, I thought it was too good to be true. Um, well, and everything
3: worked out in both scenarios. Yeah. Well, the
2: Willy Wonka factory didn't turn out to be quite what we thought it was. And, uh, the Orioles get swept at home by the Rangers. So that was a loser. <laughs> um, and then I just, I cannot... I can't hit a parlay for the life of me, dude. And it's always the Ravens. It's always the Ravens that gets I mean, man. Um, but so we, that. we dropped that one. Um, yeah, we already went through what happened in the Ravens game. So we're not going to, we're not going to get in anymore. And then uh, obviously last week, my college football play was, uh, Vanderbilt, Oregon over 52. That was a push. Um, I do want to say this because this is my practice and I would encourage anyone that listens to this to, to do the same. Um, that line came all the way down to fifty-one prior to kickoff on Saturday. Obviously it landed on fifty-two, so you're at fifty-one or fifty-one and a half. It was a winner. So obviously if you believe in something, continue to believe in it. Don't lose faith. Put more on it. Um so that's a push. So no winners last week. Oh two with a push. So we're we're now at five, seven, and one. Uh, but hey, fear not, dude, because we haven't lost a college football bet yet. We only have a, actually, yeah, we did Utah. All right, we've lost <laughs> one. We've lost one. Utah plus three and a half at home. We lost. We lost one. It's
0: honest.
2: Um, but hey, it's only one, and we have a really good one this week, Friday. Lost one since then. Haven't lost one since then. Thank you, Frank. You're right. I appreciate your words of support. And we got yes. we got a good one this week, dude. We got Memphis plus four and a half at home against Tulane. What? What? <laughs> right now, 49% of the bets are on Memphis. And again, this is Wednesday, October 11th, when I'm reading this to you. Uh, 70% of the handle, however, so the volume of cash, whereas 51% of the bets and 30% of the money is on Tulane. So, um, hey, you guys know me. I love, 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 love college home dogs, baby. And uh, let's not forget that Memphis has eaten one of their last nine ETS as a home dog. So gobble up them points like you gobble up your Thanksgiving dinner. Happy Thanksgiving to Canada. <laughs> Fuck Matt Canada. Fuck that guy. Sorry, tangent there. I couldn't help myself. Um, anyway... Uh, in the NFL, dude, we're going back to the teasers. We haven't won one yet, but how does this one lose? One? Somebody explain to me. We're going Niners down to, to 0.5, um, half point against the Browns, who they don't even know what their starting quarterback's gonna be, and it's definitely not Watson. And then you have the Eagles minus one against a team that they've never lost to, in the New York Jets minus 120. Let's lock it in, let's get two, and let's get back to 500. Boom. Have a great weekend.